the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason on this Wednesday. And I'm back, baby. Uh, well, let's let's just say uh, the, the sickness that swept the, the Patriot office finally got to me. And uh, I had to take a, a few days off. But uh, the show went on. Uh, shout out to, to Jason. I know... Uh, I gave him really short notice yesterday. Uh, I, I, I knew I was going to be out Monday. I gave him plenty of warning. And, and I uh, on Monday afternoon, I had texted him, listen, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there on Tuesday. I, I, I got you, brother. I'm, I'm feeling better. And uh, Tuesday morning rolled around. I got up. And as you guys know, I'm, a, I'm an early guy. And... Let's just say I'm like, you know what? Gosh, I'm not feeling so. I don't have to be to work this early. I just, you know, I'm gonna just lay back down and and I'll I'll I'll, I'll get up and an hour later. Uh, well, I I get up and I decide, you know what? Give me another half hour and I'll be okay. And and, and the half hour goes by. I actually get my clothes on. I I am dressed to go to work. And, and I make it to the top of uh, this, our staircase uh, to go downstairs and was like, yeah, nope, not happening. And it was literally, you know, not even a little, like an hour before uh, Jason and I were supposed to go on the air. I'm sending a text to Jason. Hey, I'm not making it. Uh, but hey, he, he did what he could do. Uh, and, uh, you know, some days are, are, are better than others, right, Jason? But it, it's tough when you know you've got to do three hours of radio and then all of a sudden your partner, uh, an hour before you go on the air, is letting you know, oh, by the way, I'm not going to be at work. So uh, my apologies. I had all intentions of, of coming to work yesterday. I just. I just wasn't ready, buddy. Yeah, it's my. It's uh, it worked out just fine, and I. I uh, the longer you do this, the more you try to uh, have things in, in in place just in case for those 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 situations. So I, uh, you know, I'm getting better and better at the, uh, the the prepping for anything when when it comes to three hours of radio every day. So uh, yeah, that's main right. thing I do, I try to do is stay healthy. I try, I try to stay healthy so I, I don't have to miss any days myself. Yeah, that's the, you know what I'm working on it. I'm working on that. Well, you know, ever since I got COVID the the, the, the first time, uh, just seems like I struggle uh, with with anything. It just takes longer than it used to. Maybe it's just because you know what I don't know. Maybe I hate to say, it, maybe I'm just getting older. Uh, but trying to take better care of myself that's the uh, that's on the agenda. 
for uh, this coming year, 2024. Hopefully, all of you, uh, all of you that follow us out on on YouTube and Rumble, uh, by the end of 2024, hopefully you'll see a lot less of me. Uh, not that I'm not going to be here, just there'll be less of me to see. Uh, that that that's going to be the goal. Uh, so, but uh, enough about that. Enough about that. Our toll free number 800 951 0592 the website at allamericangold.com and I know that uh, uh, there's a lot of stuff to catch up and talk about uh, and we'll try to you know catch up on all the information that that's happened over the last 48 to 72 hours there was a lot of it uh, the Dow uh, down right now but uh, you know up near those record highs as uh, the magnificent seven rolls around but uh, like Macy's uh, the other day, closing 150 stores. Uh, Outback Steakhouse parent company. Uh, and they own Outback. They own a couple of other uh, fish and restaurant chains. They're closing 45 stores. Uh, TJX, uh, TJ Maxx in uh, Home Goods. Uh, they had good numbers today, but a lot, like a lot of companies said, hey, um, the numbers aren't going to be so good in 2024. Their stock's down today. Apple uh, deciding that uh, they're going to be quitting, make, trying to make electric cars. Jason, I guess they're going to leave uh, the the car making to the car people. Uh, but a lot of, you know, this kind of a weird deal here where uh, we've got stocks globally at all-time highs, really led by just those handful of stocks. Uh, layoffs continue to show up, but jobless claims really aren't moving uh, the way most people thought. And, and again, everybody's wondering, what is the Fed going to do? What We're, we're going to hit what? We're going to be in March by the end of this week, and everybody's expecting big announcements from the Fed uh, in, the, in the March meeting where they're going to announce the slowdown of quantitative tightening. And, of course, uh, when and if the Fed is going to actually start cutting rates this year, Jason, right? That's kind of what the markets, you know, the markets want to believe that the Fed's going to go into full-blown rate cut mode. The Fed hasn't quite said that yet, but most people expect it because the banks, and, and really outside of the mega banks, right, they're all struggling with these high rates. Yeah, it, a lot to watch as, as the weeks go on. I mean, I think you have to see some really bad market stress before the uh, – I think it has to happen first now. I think the, the bad market stuff has to happen before the rates go down. I, I think they're, they're going to like sitting right where they're at, Joe, and, and wa wait and see because they don't want to take the rates down and have inflation go up. And then, look, inflation's being stubborn right now. So uh, it's just like we've been saying since they printed all that money in 2020. They, don't, they have two bad choices, and they're waiting to see which one to, to have to play out. Which bad choice are we going to have to make this time? Pay the Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break.
800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason on this Wednesday. And uh, we had GDP revisions out today. And again, like a lot of revisions out of this Biden administration. Uh, and, and I don't know, did they make changes? They haven't said this publicly uh, that, oh, by the way, we, we've changed all these reports. But uh, so many, I mean, it, it's ridiculous, the overwhelming amount of estimates that always get reported lower. Uh, it seems like this is just a, a pattern every single hour. I mean, even consumer confidence. Now, they say, well, we had to restate consumer confidence. How do you restate consumer confidence? What, did you call them back? Right? And say, hey, well, did you change your mind? I mean, I, I don't know. Uh, but uh, lower GDP, but the cost of the GDP is still a good number, right? I mean, you look at it, it was like 3.2%, and and you're like, hey, that's pretty good, you know? With the GDP grew by over $300 billion, but at what cost? At what cost? Is it really GDP growth? If you have to, you know, get to get a $300 billion worth of GDP growth in, in a quarter, if you've got to go $850 billion into debt, is that really growth? And how long can you continue to play that game? And, and I think this is what we talk about when we're looking at these markets, all-time record highs. Now, the Dow's down again today, not a lot, you know. Down less than 100 points. The S&P's down four. Uh, the NASDAQ's down 55. Uh, the 10-year note at 429. We had two terrible auctions while I was gone on the low end, which we normally don't see. Usually the bad auctions, the 10-year note, the 20-year note, the 30-year note, the two- and five-year note, which, by the way, new record sizes, right? So the Treasury, hey, we need more money. Uh, struggling to sell, and you start to understand it. You're like, gosh, man, three hundred billion in growth, eight hundred billion in debt, right? So, really, when you add the two together, what right, you're down half a trillion dollars in a quarter, and, and doing this quarter after quarter after quarter. And I think this is why we talk about 2024, the year of chaos, because it feels like. Uh, kind of the end of a bubble cycle again, right? We have all these weird stuff. Uh, we've got commercial real estate problems, uh, regular, you know, housing, real estate. It, it It's, well, I, the prices are hanging in there, uh, but it's, you're talking about, hey, we're selling homes like, heck, I mean, we may get out of the 90s back to the 80s uh, with uh, how slow Home sales seem to be. We have banks failing. I mean, uh, it really is uh, a year of chaos in all, and really all over the place. You have this small group of stocks just worth, you know, small fortunes now, $2 trillion, $3 trillion, You know, it's just crazy, absurd levels, and everybody's kind of, when is the dam going to break? And this is why... We always say you got to be diversified. Yeah, gold and silver is a good part of it. Uh, but for those of you that have more than $50,000, whether it's in an IRA or in your bank accounts, whatever it may be, check out Y-Refi. I mean, you get up to 10.25% fixed rates of return. 
You know, and we talk about fixed rates. But what is fixed mean? It doesn't change. It's not correlated to Wall Street. Hey, if the bubble doesn't pop, you still get 10.25. If the bubble does pop, you get 10.25. If the Fed lowers rates, you get 10.25. If the Fed raises rates, you get 10.25, right? So you see what I'm getting at. There's no fees. You can turn your income on or off. And, and you know what? I just think it's it's a pretty cool thing because it's a great investment. You can actually feel good about. Check about investyrefi.com. That's the word invest, the letter Y, R-E-F-Y.com. Or just call them at 888-Y-REFI-24. But, Jason, I think the question really being asked today is, to get $300 billion worth of growth, $330 billion, that we went into debt another $854 billion. And on top of that, that, that doesn't count. you got to remember, uh, the bank emergency lending facility still going on, right? It was definitely going on back then. Uh, and, and other things that the Federal Reserve was doing to kind of make things appear a little better than what they really were. And I think everybody's asking the same question. How much longer... Does that trick work? And it used to be, you know, think about it. Now we're we're approaching for every one dollar of quote unquote GDP growth, we're now having to go three dollars into debt. Matter of fact, I think that's what the number will be this year in 2024. One dollar of economic growth, we we've got to go three dollars into debt, Jason, just to achieve it. Yeah, the debt is, uh, it's, it's the, the non-problem that's a massive problem. You know, you, you ask the government, you ask the bankers, oh, you just service the debt, just service the debt. It, that's just a number, right, Joe? It's just a number. It's just a number until it's an unpayable number, until it's a number that's, that's so, you know, and it, what is that, Joe? It seems like every five, ten years, everyone's like, oh, it's, we, we can't service it, and then they, they figure out some other way. And this is why I think uh, the inflation is a purposeful event. I think that they're, they're mimicking what happened in the uh, the '60s, going into the '70s, inflation. Uh, they, uh, the, the repatriated gold was happening. They knew that gold was going to get repatriated in the '60s. Right. They knew it was coming, and then they inflated the whole thing, right? They inflated the oh, oh, 1971. We'll stop the gold, and here came the inflation. We're in the same place, and this time, instead of taking out the gold standard, they, they look like they want to take the paper out of the system. So they can control what happens to the money so that they can control the system even tighter. And I don't know if there's anywhere to go after that, Joe. If, if, they, if we go to a digital-only money and they kick this can down the road, so to speak, and we can go into $10 trillion uh, deficits every year and, you know, and $100 trillion debt. I mean, I, I, if they can control everything that everyone purchases and, and the timing of it, I guess they can kick it down the road. But, man, man, is it going to be hard to be an American to, uh, trying to live a comfortable life at the, in, in that situation, Joe? It's, it's already tough enough. Yeah, and, and I think that's it, right? When you sit there and, and uh, like I saw as I was uh, laying in my bed doing absolutely nothing, the number of 401k millionaires shot up, right? And, and, and they're trying to convince you, see, look, oh, isn't that great news? And here's the reality. Man, it would be if that million dollars bought what it bought just even 10 years ago, uh, heaven forbid, it bought what it bought 20 years ago. Uh, today, think about this. We, we've got a, you know, quote, unquote, record number of 401k millionaires. 
and yet the vast majority of Americans now can't afford a home. I mean, it's, what is it, like 80%, right? And, and probably more than that if you throw if, – if mom and dad and grandpa and grandpa weren't helping out, right, uh, probably less than that. And, and then uh, how many now, oh, what, 60% can't afford a new car, right? It, is that really prosperity? Uh, how many people – think that man if i if I, i'm 65 and i'm gonna live to say 85 and and i stop working how many people uh out there are like yeah gosh i could make it with i could go 20 years on a million dollars most people would be like yeah that's not enough right uh, a million dollars that that's not enough and, and of course the people that have the million dollars and the lifestyle that they're accustomed to jason right that it just doesn't work. The math isn't adding up. The the unfortunate, we're kind of like the government, aren't we, when we think about it? Over the years, gosh, you know, I, I for every more, one more dollar that I'm getting in my 401k returns, in order for me to retire, gosh, I, I needed $3. But I only got one, right? And, you know, so, so the fact that uh, we've got more people that are 401k millionaires, the problem is they needed to be multi-millionaires to keep up. I think if you live in an expensive part of the country, you might only get about eight years out of that million. Uh, if you live in an average part of America, I think you get about 12 years. And if you live on the middle of nowhere, you, I think you can get 20 years. So, so if you're 60 and, and, and you may and you think you can live to 80, you, you might get 20 years living out in the sticks. And, boy, watch out after you turn 80. And, by the way, inflation can just take that, that away. People don't understand. A million dollars can be a, a year's income for a McDonald's worker under inflative situations. You know, I, I watched a, a Netflix uh, show about, uh, about GameStop. It's called Dumb Money. I don't know if you've seen this thing, Dumb Money. And they're interesting about Roaring Kitty, the guy that was high on the GameStop stock, and he, and he studied it. And, and there's a whole lot that goes on. It's about the small guy linking arms and taking down hedge funds that, were at, that had a big short on GameStop stock. And the, the, these movies, the reason I'm bringing it up, these movies never, never go to the heart of the matter of what's actually happening, which is in, in that movie, which is kind of a cool movie. you got the small guys linking arms and taking down these fat cats that are trying to take down a stock and enrich themselves. It, it's a great story, but this is late. This is 2020 and going into early 2021 when all of this money from the small guy just poured into GameStop. And the one thing they don't say, Joe, is where did all these small guys have $1,000 here and $2,000 there? Where did all that come from? That was the inflation. You won't see the GameStop type of linking of arms thing unless the, the, the Fed starts giving out tons of money again because that's where that's where it, that's where it came from. That, that whole heroic roaring kitty, the guy wearing the red headband and getting people to, to, to buy into GameStop to, to make it really valuable. You have these guys making tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars off just a small amount. That's really cool. I, I, I love a good story, but where did all these small guys get that money? They don't even they don't they don't even touch it, Joe. Which is inflation is what made that happen. And the the the, the, the was it they call it the, the chickens are coming home to roost on this stuff, Joe. Because ever since Roaring Kitty and GameStop, that was twenty twenty one. Look at the inflation that came after it. Look at the, you know look at the inflation that came after it. It's uh it's it's a sad thing that they don't in the movies talk about the central bank. They always avoid the central bank's root cause of why there was hedge funds that you don't like and that you hate 
why the small guy has to fight against the system and can't buy into a legit company and make money. It's because it, it's, it's a rigged monetary system, Joe. I just, I just wish they would, uh, they, they'd show the real cause of this stuff, Joe. They just don't. Yeah, and think about this. Amazon now in the Dow 30. Uh, Walgreens. They're out now, right? You got and, and that, right. That's kind of how you do it, right? Think about well, how Wal, Walgreens is like on every corner in America. No, nope, you can't be in the Dow because you don't perform good. Let's let's get Amazon in there because uh, we don't like it when the S and P does better. Uh, let, let's let's kick out stocks that aren't doing good. <laughs> and we'll put in more of the magnificent seven into uh, the Dow. You know, stuff like that. Those are little things that most people don't realize happen. I guess it's time to short Walgreens now, right? <laughs> Let's get together. Short well, Walgreens. Probably time to short before, before. Yeah, right. Yes. Before, you know, the people that knew they were going to get booted out, right? That, that's they, uh, By the time you uh, found out about it, that was already too late. They, the, the money, uh, they already knew about it. Yeah, so Amazon uh, now officially a member of the Dow 30 as uh, Walgreens. Uh, now, well, let's face it, uh, you don't get good enough returns and your stock doesn't do well enough. You're, you're out of here uh, being replaced by Amazon. Uh, my guess is NVIDIA is going to be next, right? So they're not in the Dow 30 yet, uh, but but I'm sure uh, sooner or later uh, that will happen as well. So if you don't like uh, who's in it, right, Jason? Hey, we'll just change. We'll just change uh, the names of it and, and uh, hope nobody notices. And that's that's exactly uh, what's kind of is happening when you think about. Uh, you know, we we're talking as we started the show with with GDP growth, right? Is, is it really growth if we've got to spend? Three dollars and ta- you know, and that's our money that's being spent. It's taxpayer money, uh, and, and of course, you know, I always love uh, the. Everybody used to be so concerned about the kids and the grand. We can't do this to the kids and the grand. Remember that when the debt was like five trillion. Right now, it's almost thirty-five trillion. Ah, screw it. Heck with the kids and the grandkids. Party on, Wayne. Party on, Garth. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason on this Wednesday. Uh, today's special twenty dollar liberties. Twenty one ninety five. Right now we got gold. Uh, depending on where you're up, you down, down, I'm going to just say it's unchanged here. Two thousand and forty three dollars. So uh, twenty dollar gold. Twenty-one ninety-five. If you buy twenty or more, twenty-one eighty-five at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. And you know, uh, crude oil uh, right around seventy-nine dollars a barrel. But uh, get ready uh, for even higher prices. I know here in Arizona, you know, diesel uh, four dollars a gallon. But we've got some interesting things we've got the the hedge funds the paper guys we see this a lot in silver matter of fact we're seeing it in silver today right silver you know down below twenty two dollars and fifty cents it's just an outright screaming buy why because the paper guys keep shorting it this is happening in the oil markets right now uh, we're thinking gosh 78 79 dollars that's still pretty you know still a lot for crude the problem is 
the actual cash market is is much more expensive than that. And we've got this weird thing where we've got crude oil builds here in the U.S., you know, like four, four to eight million barrels a week. I mean, that's like, hey, we're pumping, you know, an extra half million to a million barrels of crude a week. But I think a lot of that has to go, you know, what's going on in the Middle East there, a lot of these tankers, right, they're taking longer. They're not going the shortest way. So they're taking longer to get to and from, and it's creating a, a, an interesting environment where it looks like, we have uh, so, some crude builds, like that crude should be falling. But when we talk about what we call the cash market, supplies are very, very tight. And Jason, this is causing uh, prices for, for gasoline, diesel. We know diesel uh, problems because, well, they're just not making enough diesel fuel right now. Uh, but Jason, this oil market, on the paper side, feels like gas, and I'll just use Arizona because I could use Arizona as an Feels like gas should be like three dollars, but gas here it's like three fifty to three eighty. Diesel above four dollars, and it's because the actual physical markets are saying we don't care what the paper markets say. We have an inventory problem. There's not enough crude getting to the right places in a timely fashion. And it, it really creates a lot of interesting things. And this is what you have in physical markets. Hey, if the paper markets uh, want to tell you one story that it doesn't work for the physical markets, it doesn't matter. The physical market eventually always wins. And that right now that's happening in crude oil right now. Yeah, you know, the paper markets are for people that don't want to, you know, who wants to store oil. So you buy, you know, the paper asset. And then same thing with gold. A lot of people don't want to store gold. But uh, just like anything with paper assets, there's it gets oversold. Oh, there's only a certain percentage covered here in the paper. You know, and at some point when things, uh, markets start to show some weakness, then suddenly everyone's running to physical. Or they just sell off the paper. Because oh, I'm going to put in something else, you know. And uh, suddenly the physical just gets more and more valuable because uh, when you're holding it, you own it. And uh, that's, that's the way we do it, Joe. You, you, just physical metals is so important. And uh, you're right about oil. Keep, keep, keep your eye on oil, right? Yeah, keep your eye on it. It's going to be, again, this is something where looking into next year, we're going to have, I think, another problem with oil. Uh, we're, we're producing record amount, 13.3 million barrels a day. A lot of that, I'll be honest with you, uh, started with the Trump policies. And it just, you know, it takes a little time uh, between when you change policy and this, the, the production gets up to speed and you get the pipelines uh, put in and, and you get it all working right. Uh, but that's been frozen out, right? The, the policies from, from the Biden administration, this looks like, I, you know, I'll, I'll say this, for the probably peak oil for right now until there's a policy change in the United States, and even with, you know, the, the, the world, like, you know, Japan's in recession, the UK's in recession, Germany's in recession, oil demand is going to hit 
uh, new all-time record highs, and it's already starting to show in the the physical markets are saying, we don't care what the paper market says. There's nobody out there that's going to sell crude oil at $78 a barrel unless it's under – if you don't have a contract for it, if you didn't buy the contract for it, you're just buying on the open market – they're not selling it for seventy-eight dollars, Jason. Right? They're saying we're, we're gonna we want eighty-three, we want eighty-four, we want eighty-five. And the problem is uh, when the paper markets get to eighty-three, eighty-four, eighty-five, or the physical markets are, are they gonna want ninety, ninety-five? And that's that's really I think what is gonna be very hard for inflation to really, you know, the, this mythical thing, man, they, they tried to act like they could fix it, this soft landing, and oh my gosh, we can cut rates, we, we've slayed inflation. I don't think they've come anywhere close to slaying inflation, and I think, I think the markets, and I think there are a lot of people, they're in for a very rude surprise, and I unfortunately, this is what I think. I think quantitative tightening is going to end, I think the Fed is going to cut rates because they have to. And I think inflation, Jason, could come roaring back in 2025. Without a doubt in my mind, it could come roaring back. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I see it's coming back this year, actually. And then uh, in, in the years to come, it just gets worse and worse. You know, I mean, I, We'll just see what happens. I uh, I, I did play but, a but study a the history of the seventies, right, Jason? That happened right, in the seventies. Right, right. People think, oh my gosh, inflation in the seventies it was just this 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 straight skyrocket ship higher. It wasn't. Uh, we had multiple periods where a weak central banker Arthur Burns, a weak president Jimmy Carter, they were cutting rates only for inflation to come back even stronger. That's correct. That's correct. And I played a clip yesterday, Joe, showing that the uh, the money supply, uh, even though the they've been you know the government's been tapering, they've been trying to cut, and there's and the Fed's selling their balance sheet. That the money supply has gone up here recently. Oh. That cannot be good for the inflation. So it, it's looking like right now. I mean, there's there's a lot of indicators of of really bad stuff getting ready to play out, and we're just starting to move into March, starting Friday, right? Yeah, I think March. We've been talking about March for a while now. I got a suggestion for you. Get your gold put away before March gets here. $20 liberties, one through 19, 2195, 20 or more, 2185 at 800 951 Jason and I will be back right after the break. I'm sorry, I didn't have my microphone on. I apologize for that. Uh, let's try that again. Uh, 800-951-0592. I don't know, Jason here. Jason's uh, probably taking care of a customer. And uh, you know what? I've been sick. i got to get retrained. Turning the mic on uh, definitely helps. Uh, we got gold uh, over 2004, 2042. Uh, we're in now the April gold contract. And $20 gold pieces. Less than $150 over a spot. That's nothing. It's nothing. $2,195 by 20 or more. $2,185 at 800-951-0592. And, and again, more confirmation that the central banks of the world 
kind of had figured it out when it comes to uh, what's been going on. And, and obviously the dollar gets talked about the most, right? Because it's, you know, as we like to, the world's reserve currency, at least for, for right now anyway, uh, the amount of debt to achieve the illusion of prosperity has gotten to the point where, you know, let's let's just call it what it is. Everybody out there is saying, you know what? Instead of dollars right now, I think I'll take gold. Thank you very much. Uh, and it makes a lot of sense. We've seen this play out uh, in the 60s when we shut the gold window, right? It was the same thing. And it's, it's funny how the situation's different, right? It's always a little different. But don't we kind of have that same simula- uh, similarities, right? We had chaos in elections, right? Think about it, the 70s, Nixon, right? They closed the gold window, the, you know, Watergate, uh, you know, Ford has to step in, and then we get uh, the peanut man, Jimmy Carter. Uh, we have a very weak central bank led by Arthur Burns. Uh, you fast forward today, right? Think about the chaos we have right now. Joe Biden, uh, Michigan, you know, 100,000 people in Michigan voted for non-committing, right? They, 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 it was the second leading vote-getter behind Biden. Uh, and then, of course, you got Trump, and somehow Nikki Haley's still running for nobody knows why, but, you know, Jason's got a pretty good idea. Uh, hey, if she stays in, uh, they, that uh, they can still give her the nomination at the convention. Uh, but, Jason, we have political chaos. Uh, we have a central bank, right? You know, think about... Every time Jay Powell speaks, what does he say? Oh, well, we're going to look at the data. We're going to look at the data. We're going to look at the data. Uh, we're going to look. What are you going to do? Oh, we're going to look at the data, right? They, that, that's all they do, right? They're, they're not uh, forward thinking at all. You know, usually you want your central bankers to be proactive. Uh, instead, we've got a central bank, Jason, that is uh, completely just reactive. We're going to wait for what the data says. And, of course, by the time... They get accurate data to come in. It's already too late, Jason. Yeah, it's uh, they they continue on uh, when we report the numbers, Joe, having lagging data. You know, here we are in, in 2024 and the age of you know digital everything. You know, uh, up to the second, up to the millisecond information on almost everything else. But when it comes to economic indicators, there's got all this lagging data, lagging data. And so the, that way, when you make a decision, it's always the guy that jumps on the bandwagon last that gets uh, kicked off first. You know, you know, by the time you jump on the party, the party's already gone somewhere else. And it's 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 tough. It's tough to to make decisions based off the the, the data that comes out, Joe, because you know, and it also gives the Fed all kinds of cover. Well, but the data three months ago told us this, and that's why we had to make the decisions. But now the data is saying this, so we're going to move this way. And then three months later, well, we weren't wrong based on the data. We were correct. It gives them such a way of being corrupt constantly and saying, you can't blame us. We did what the data told us to do. And that's what you would you know, That's what you would have done if you were in my position, right, Joe? It's, uh, yep. it's crooked. And- it really is, and it's a great way to to kind of explain it, right? As the well, it wasn't our fault, right? Because the data said, right? It's, it's it was the data's fault, right? And, and of course, uh, who's the one that determines what the data is going to be? Uh, they do. That's that's what they do, right? And think about 
this, we're, we're going to get uh, inflation day. I think it's tomorrow. Uh, and, and I forget which one. I want to say it's the, the deflator inflation day. Right? It, it, it's already a made-up number. And they're waiting on this. It's going to be so important what a f- this fake number says. And that's the amazing part. Oh, with, with the ability uh, to get the, the the media and the stock market, right, they, they know we've got all – we get to control the narrative. And now we, we've got uh, everybody out there that, that you know, because everyone's got a 401K. Well, not everybody, but the people that do, you know, you, got, you, 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 you look at the CNBC and, and Fox and see what your stocks are doing. And, and uh, the stocks guys, they pretend that this fake data – that is just made up, you know. Someone sat in in, in a in, in in some cubicle somewhere and decided, hey, if we can, we'll use this mathematical formula and we'll come up with a fake number. Uh, but you guys tell everybody how important it is, and then when it's wrong down the road, we can uh, fall back on, well, but that's what the data's told us to do. If they actually used real numbers, Jason, the data wouldn't be telling them at all. I mean, uh, every American that goes to the supermarket today knows how bad inflation is, right? I mean, you, you see it every single week, every single day. Uh, and, and wait, I can't wait for this number. Of course, I got a bad feeling even the fake number is going to be too hot. Picture Radio News out. Final statement coming up. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Joe and Jason, Patriot News. Our final segment. You want another reason? This is—it's just incredible to me. Uh, the idiocracy of the people that we have in charge. Uh, Janet Yellen, our Treasury Secretary, now uh, make, making comments uh, that. I'll just say this. This will be the stupidest thing she's ever done, and she's done a lot of stupid things. Uh, She's calling for the United States and its allies to hand $300 billion in frozen Russian central bank funds to Ukraine. It is necessary and urgent for our coalition to find a way to unlock the value of these immobilized assets to support Ukraine, she said in Brazil at a G20 meeting. I'm going to tell you right now, the fact of the matter is a big reason why you have all of these countries like the BRICS nations trying to do do uh, business outside of dollars is this nonsense here. How many countries have we invaded? No one's frozen our assets. Right, but that's what we like to do. While you do it, something we're going to. Now, Russia, you know, they only had three hundred billion. That, that's, I guess, that's uh, not a lot. It's a huge amount of money. Uh, Sixty-seven billion of it by our Federal Reserve. The rest of it's in Europe. Uh, but Jason, this is idiotically stupid. It, it, it's one thing to freeze them, which already makes everybody nervous. If you're now going to steal, because this is what it would be, stealing another country's assets, 
to fund a war against them. This will be it for the dollar. This will be, I, I promise you, this will be the end of the dollar. It won't happen overnight, but every country in, in the world outside of maybe seven, right, the, those Euro, old European guys will immediately find ways to start doing less business in dollars because you never know when, what, all of a sudden it turns on you, right? And, and you're the next country that they decide to steal from. Yeah, and if a lot of, you know, there's one place you can spend dollars, you know, and it's America, you know, and when there's less and less places for you to spend those dollars, it becomes a little bit of a panic as to how do you get rid of some of this, all this American treasury debt, right? And when it all starts coming back home, they talk about your inflation. Talk about, hey, hey, uh, to, to, for someone to buy that debt, to, to move it out of dollars, what's the price going to go to? What, how high does it have to go so that somebody will actually t partake? And that's the kind of thing that's going to make the inflation even worse and worse than it already is. This is an international way of, of causing inflation, not just printing it here in America. It, it, yeah, it would it, be incredible. She is so out of touch saying it's extremely unlikely that stealing, because that's what it is, stealing Russia's funds would hurt the dollar. Realistically, there are no alternatives to the dollar, the euro, and the yen. Okay, uh, maybe you just haven't been paying attention. I don't know. Maybe she lives under a rock. Have you seen how many countries now accept the renminbi to, to do trades with China? Yeah, it's not loans yet, but uh, the dollar's use in the world has nothing but declined during Janet Yellen's reign as the Fed governor the Fed uh, Undersecretary, the Fed Chief, now the Treasury Secretary. Uh, this is exactly what leads to economic ruin. Picture Radio News Hour. Jason and I, we're going to be back with the half-empty cup. Stay with us. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 